Hi, welcome to the Married People Podcast. This is an intro podcast to let you know why in the world the Married People Podcast. I am here with my good friend CJ. Hey, everybody. And my good friend Afton. Hi. And once again, I am Ted Lowe. Just to give you a little bit of context, I have been married for 22 years. I have three teenagers in my house. Wow. Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, And I've been married to sweet Nancy Lowe for 22 years. And so we're just going to dive in a really abbreviated version of the Married People podcast to go, why another podcast? There's a gazillion podcasts. uh, And there's a lot of marriage podcasts, and they're great. So why do another one? I'm just going to pull back and give you a little context of why we started this. For me personally, I wanted us to take off and to do this podcast because... It just all started literally in 2001. I got hired as the director of Married Life at North Point Church in Alpharetta, Georgia, which I look back now and I go, I don't know who's crazier, them for hiring me after being married for six years or me for saying yes. But (laughs) they graciously or bizarrely said, go. And I did. And so we started diving in. We knew one of the first things we wanted to do was create events for married couples. So I just wanted to see what's out there. So one of the first things we did is we went to a bookstore back in the days when you would go to bookstores. And <laughs> I wanted to see you know, what was there because I started thinking about the couple, the person who was struggling with their marriage that wanted to make it better. What would they do? And I think their gut would be, you know, of course, go online, but also to walk in these, especially in 2001 and walk into <laughs> to these bookstores. And I walked up kind of with that frame of reference. And it made me sad for the person that did that how overwhelmed they had to be by this mountain of content that mm-hmm. looked like it was primarily yeah. for, for women. I mean, you know, because that's the most likely consumer of these things. So there are lots of pink, lots of perfect looking couples on tandem bikes. And I <laughs> thought, if I'm struggling, I'm struggling even more as I'm walking away. So if, we said, if okay. If the goal is tandem bikes, then I'm very far behind. <laughs> right. I'm going to knock my front teeth out, right? So one of the first things we started to do was create events. And so we knew that we wanted to give people less content. When you want to give them one thing, and again, being around Andy Stanley and the Reggie Joiners of the world who said, let's ask the question, what's the one thing that we can ask people to do in this setting? And so we started from the very beginning. What's the one thing that we can ask somebody to do in this setting? We had to think through people that are bringing their neighbors mm-hmm. that may not be believers, but cared about their marriage. Mm-hmm. And so that started me on this whole trail of giving them less content more often. And we started these events and we kind of geared them for guys because we knew that they'd be feeling like they're going to be walking into a Valentine's Day banquet, yeah. uh, you know, and they're going to get beaten up by some guy for not being more like a woman. Yeah. So we kind of so turned that on his head and we said, hey, we walk in, the lights are up, that we're going to be playing Braves game music from people from 8 to 80 know the tune. And so we started doing that, had lots of humor and a lot of fun and again, just talked about one thing. We did that four times a year. And what we found, it was a really great entry point into our church. And I started thinking, why in the world? And then it hit me one day, you don't have to love Jesus to want your marriage to work because if your marriage is not working, nothing's working. So these hmm. people are coming in going, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll even go to a church, even all the you know speed bumps I have about going back to church. I want to have a great marriage because when marriage is better, just everything's mm-hmm. better. And so from there, I started working at Orange of the Rethink Group. Our goal is to help churches help marriages. Uh, we still believe that church is the greatest place to do that. Yeah. And how do we do that? And we said, we're going to give churches a strategy and the resources behind that strategy. Uh, and that's been really fun. We've got five or 600 churches that are using it and are really passionate about it. They're customizing it. They're making their own. They've become our friends. They, mm-hmm. We've become a community. There's a Facebook leaders page where people are, you know, church leaders just teaching each other. Um, so we're still very passionate about that. But recently I thought, wow, we're creating on this great content and five or 600 churches have it. 
Yeah. And that's great for them. But how do we get it out to many people as possible? So we started this podcast and we're creating a different website for straight to couples. And we thought, what if we just did the one thing on this podcast? We're going to talk about one question and then we're going to give people one simple thing to do each episode. Yeah. And so to do that, I invited my good buddies, also co-workers, uh, it's Afton and CJ. And they think that I picked them because what did you say earlier? Clo- our, our offices are in very close proximity. Right. Yeah, yeah. Afton's desk is like ten feet from Ted's desk, and my desk is like ten feet further. So right. Like 20 and feet all away. the walls are actually just glass, so we're pretty much all in the same office. Right. Right. Which is which is really just funny that she's oh she'll do. Yeah. Right. They'll do. Yeah. You They'll just do. like glanced up and you're like I should do a podcast. Oh, there's Afton. There's right. Afton. Yeah. Well, the reason I invited Afton to this thing is one great friend, but two, just watching her heart for her own marriage. And I'll let her tell you about her family dynamic in just a second, but just that piece of it. But also she she makes us all laugh in the office all the time, but she's real. And I've thought, you know what, she'll be a great representative of especially millennial women. She's going to push back on me when that needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to have, she'll have a good time doing it, but she's not going to mind like pushing back on that. And then I think CJ is going to represent the millennial guy who says, Hey, I want to have a great marriage, but I've not been in this world yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, we're do that. Well, and Ted, why we like you is because you're okay with us pushing back, you know, like That's you, true. you gave us, you know, he gave us kind of like advanced copies of his book before it came out. And he's like, please be honest like if you don't like something that's in here or if something rubs you the wrong way like write it down so i'm like i go through the whole book and i'm like this makes me feel weird and he's like okay like let why and let's talk about it and what if i said it this way and what if you know and what if it really means this and maybe it's your issue after right. you know but like he does it in such a nice way you're like oh ted's my best friend yeah, so you, you changed the book after and you know you really did i mean it was it was huge and i guess it comes with being a smidgen older than you guys it's like you're just tired and you you don't have a lot of pride left. You're really thick skin. You go, just tell me if it stinks. Just tell me. Where does it stink? Tell me where it stinks. And it doesn't. But, it's a great uh, book. But you guys, you guys have been great doing that. Afton, uh, CJ, I want you to do yeah, the same yeah. thing. But Afton, tell us a little bit about your okay, story. Yeah, just a little bit. Started dating my husband, Hudson, who also works in our fish tank of an office. Started dating three years ago. Um, and we dated for about a year. That was some of the best advice we ever got was, because I, I knew I was going to marry him like two months in. I'm like, this mm. is it. He's the he's the one I'm gonna marry. I already know. Yeah. It was like a Disney movie where you're like, you've only known him for a day, and you're like, well, we're getting married. And you're like singing <laughs> um, show tunes, and, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, did. Yeah. We just did musicals all the time. Um, <laughs> but my boss said, date him for a year. That's the best advice I can give. Date him for a year. So we dated for a year and three days, and then he proposed. <laughs> and we were engaged for like three months. Got married. We've been married for now like a year and a half. Um, but what's kind of unique about our situation is that Hudson has a 13 year old son currently. 13 years old, about to turn 14. And um, so when we started dating, he was about 10. And that's been just like a really interesting part of our story because going from me being, you know, like 25 years old, living by myself, working, like just, and I'm such a neat freak. And so like nothing in my apartment was ever out of place. Mm. Everything was just always. And so then to immediately not just move in with a boy, but two right. of them, a husband, Ooh. like a husband and a boy oh, and yeah. a, like a tiny little preteen monster <laughs> in one house wow. has been like a real, like just an interesting journey, mm. you know? Right. Um, but it's, it's really amazing. And, and, and people have like come up to me and just been, you know, a lot of times they handed me like 
all these step family books and and they're like what is it like to be part of a blended family and like oh I just wanted to like vomit all the time like I just had such an aversion to like don't give me those step family books they look cheesy they look like you know nothing I would want to read and like I'm kind of like blended family we're just we are a family Mm. and our dynamic Mm. is this situation and and maybe that's I don't want to speak for every step family or every blended family that they feel that way but for me it was just ended up being very like you know, give me a book that's going to help me parent any kid or, right. or help me have a relationship, a better relationship with any mm-hmm. kid. And I'm not saying actually those books, the step family books ended up becoming very helpful. Like two months into our, our marriage when I was like, okay, this situation is a little unique and I probably need to do a little more research, but I still kind of have that aversion to like, we're not, we're not a blended family. We're just a family mm-hmm. and here's the people in it. Right. Yeah. Which is so huge. And uh, that was yet another reason I wanted you to be on the podcast is we talk a lot about being your best us because I feel like so, not everyone, but there's over the years, I've just seen this tendency for Christian leaders to paint this pedestal perfect Christian couple that we all need to strive to be like. And I think God's way more interesting than that. He's telling a, a unique story with each of you. And so I hate labels and I know you do as well and say, no, it's just a family. And to jump off of that too, to just say like, as somebody that's in this unique situation um, or in a situation that, you know, tons of people are actually in, I have actually seen how God has worked through this situation in like really amazing ways. Mm. So when people are like, well, was that really God's plan for you? Or is that really what God wants for you in your life? I'm like, now that I'm in it, I'm like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm. Like this is, this is like God's story of like redemption and restoration and I Mm. get to experience it and I feel so blessed to experience it. And, and just as a side note, like my husband Hudson, he is like just the standard of all husbands. Like he (laughs) is so kind and sweet. And like, I remember when we were dating early on, people were like, well, what's, what's Hudson like? And I'm like, I don't know a word for it other than kind. Like Mm. he is just the kindest person Mm. so like i feel like as we as we go through and we like have these conversations a lot of time it's like well gosh afton you kind of sound like you're like just being a such a sassy person to him all the time and he just like is dealing with it and sometimes that's true but most (laughs) of the time he's giving me sass back but yeah he's he's so kind and sweet and and uh, yeah we just have like a really awesome year and a half of marriage now that i'm an expert i love it i love it cj So kind of where I'm coming from here is I met my wife, Terry, and we've been married for almost five years now. We met in 2010 and we dated for about a year and a half, then got engaged and we're married six months later in 2012. So we dated for approximately two years before we got married. So up you to doubled now. mine. Right, yeah, exactly. So, so you're saying your marriage is now twice as better. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Married going on five years, and we do not have kids, although we're in the season where we're trying to figure out the kids thing and trying to figure out everything that goes with starting to have kids and emotions and ups and downs that comes with that. The other thing that kind of makes where I'm sitting here a little bit unique is I really, the way I got here is kind of crazy. So I actually, when we got married, I started working in the outdoor industry. You know, I got a business degree like my dad and just started working in the, in retail and e-commerce, selling backpacking, fly fishing, rock climbing, supplies. And so I do not know much when it comes to ministry and podcasting and talking about marriage. Like this is weird. Um, And I've only been here, you know, working with Ted and Afton for about 18 months. So 18 months ago, 
I'm rigging up fly fishing, you know, rods for a living. (laughs) And now I'm here. And I just, I was working retail and kind of got to the point where I was ready for a change because Terry and I were working retail. We had like no time together Mm -hmm. because I was working until eight o'clock at night. I was working every weekend. I was off on Mondays. Terry was off on the weekend, worked on Mondays, like most people. And so we just got to the point where we were ready for me to change things up. I started working with students at North Point Community Church and realized that I really loved working with students and got connected with Orange and this world. And so that's kind of where I'm coming from. You know, just the guy with the beard who used to work in the outdoor (laughs) world, just now, you know, starting to think about the kids thing. And I'm excited about the conversations we're going to have. CJ, I think you're going to be surprised how much the fly fishing is going to play in to Thank this you. podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you guys have any questions about what, you know, what flies to use, right. and, you know, when you go out for Afton, you're in Hudson's afternoon, afternoon you know, fly fishing, fly fishing excursion sesh, yeah. this weekend, let me know. I can help you with that. Marriage is like fly fishing. And we're going to talk about that on episode 12. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how it does right now, but we're going to get there. No, I'm so excited for you guys. You're way better at marriage than I was the first five years. Let me just go ahead and tell you that. Nancy and I, we say we have a really great marriage now. I'd wish our marriage on anybody, but our first five years, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy because we struggled. We had great moments. Again, we weren't a train wreck. We did have great moments. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to exaggerate the story. We did have great moments, but we also had some really tough ones. So, you know, we're just going to be really transparent with you guys listening. You know, we're not coming from this place, from a place of perfection. We're here kind of learn along with you and explore some things that research shows and just experience shows that it's very powerful for your marriage. But yeah, that's a little bit about us. CJ, why don't you go ahead and let people know a little bit about our first episode? Yeah. So now that you guys have a little bit more of an idea who's behind these microphones, we're so excited to actually jump into some content. And so episode one is going to be all about why are some marriages good and others bad? So we're going to dive into that question in episode one, and we really can't wait for you to join us there. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you in episode one.